0: Peace, peace, everyone. This is your girl Sequoia Blue. Today on the show we have Rico from Rico Wine Adventures. What's up, Rico?
1: Hey, how you doing, Sequoia? Good to hear from you.
0: Yeah, doing doing well. I'm blessed. How, how your favorite? So, um, basically, I, I, I found uh, Rico on Instagram, and he has various videos on um, wine tastings and he explains the wines and he's just having wine adventures just like his business <laughs> and um, I was just and I'm a wine kind of store myself so I was really intrigued with what he's doing and um, I said I have to have him on the show so Rico so what made you want to get into the wine industry
1: Um. Oh. I love when people ask me my question. Long story short, I was working a regular job, nine to five, that really wasn't providing. So I was just seeking new opportunities. And somewhere along the line, there was a gentleman by the name of Paul Carey who reached out to me and asked me to promote wines for him. And so during that time, I didn't know anything about wines. I think I may have um, sampled wines once before, but it was nothing to that magnitude. And he kind of just coached me through it. And eventually, um, the more I did wine shows, I had mentors. I had a lady by the name of Pam who was at one of the wine stores. And she really kind of took me under her wing and taught me the mannerisms and just kind of challenged me to be better. And so once I saw that this really had momentum and people responded positively to my wine tasting, to the wine shows, and I was pretty successful at it in the beginning, I just decided to just go full forward with it and try to really, really hone in on that talent.
0: Wow. That is amazing. And um and um also where where are you from? So
1: born and raised in Washington, DC. Currently I live in Prince George's County, Maryland, which is a suburb. So I'm still, you know, not too far from home.
0: Oh, that's good. So so do you travel for your wine adventures? Do you travel out of state and um host wine events? Um, not yet,
1: Chris. Um, still pretty local the good thing about being in dc area we call the dmv so i have areas of virginia i may travel to areas of maryland and of course washington dc so i I have a little bit of but nothing um, outside of that yet
0: wow that is amazing um and then i wanted to talk about um you know, you said that you are actually uh, in process of waiting on your results to be uh, labeled a sommelier. For people that don't know what a sommelier, can you tell them what a sommelier is? Like what, cause some people are like, well, what's a sommelier and, and, and do they make income? And, you know, is this a prosperous industry to get into? Like, I get questions like that when I bring it up with people. Like, what can you tell people about it? So, yeah,
1: so a sommelier is someone who basically, studies, sales, and ensures people with wine. Um, the restaurants you'll go to is usually like a waiter who will just have the wine menu and will help you select the wine for your meal. And so they make this this pretty good money depending on where you are and how and um, how much you're willing to put into the business. Almost like anything, if you don't really put the effort in to challenge yourself and to get better, you're not going to make as much as the people who really dedicate themselves. Mm. So where I am right now is a wine sales consultant, and like my slogan says, you know, I help people select the perfect wine for every occasion. For me, sometimes it may be private buying, where I have customers mm. and clients who just want me to purchase wines for them. Maybe coaching, maybe online teaching as well. So, it's a of opportunity that I have.
0: Oh, see, see, y'all, see, you can't say there's no trade out there, people, because this is amazing. Um, I actually may use this services because I am a wine connoisseur. I love um, red wine and um, I like I like white wine. Um, and also, I remember I was reading about something or actually I was probably talking to a sommelier and she was telling me that sommeliers are also well versed in and um, beer out as well like they they're well versed in beer and they they learn about different vodkas and and um and how how many times it's distilled and they learn about that too as well is did you um experience that with your training
1: so here's the funny thing i actually had to attend beer school and i passed but i know nothing about beer and (laughs) i always joke with my friends give me a beer test right now i'll fail it uh, what I did is literally just focus mainly strictly on wine. Occasionally, I promote a bourbon, have a taste with bourbon or whiskey. Occasionally, I think last week it was tequila, but I just mainly focus strictly on wine. I want it just to be the best at wine. Um, I read a lot and one of the books I read was Rich Dad, Poor Dad I read um, Think and Grow Rich and I read Richest Man in Babylon they always talk about specialized knowledge versus applied knowledge excuse me, versus general knowledge Mm -hmm. and so there are Somalis who know various subjects but I just decided to focus 100% on wine
0: mmm, good well, that's awesome because, um, you know, if I ever become a sommelier, that's what I'll be focused on, too, <laughs> is that wine. So for, so for people that are looking for, like, let's say wine pairings and stuff, like, um, are you considering writing a book or um, creating, like, a blog for people that can, can just easily look up and say, hey, you know, this red wine will go well with this fish? Or have? are you considering doing that, too? I mean, you just gave
1: me the idea. Right now... <laughs> Right now, I uh, I really enjoy the videos, making the videos for people, and again, just having clients who specifically want me to purchase wine or select the wines for them, I find that to be kind of marketable now. Um, I I tried to vlog, and I didn't get too much response from it, so I said I'll go with what I know works. Yes. I'm always people can always just send me a message on either platform Facebook or Instagram and I don't charge for a conversation so we can always have a conversation and I'll ask you exactly what are you cooking or what you plan to have what's the occasion and we can you know we can narrow things down to a great wine
0: oh that's a good idea yeah. that's really good um, cause you know, a lot of people are visual anyway. So, you know, even though blog is cool, but uh, you know, your videos are, are visual. So people can, you know, um, focus on it more, you know? And so that's, that's pretty cool. Um, now what would you say are your favorite wines? Like what's your go-to wine, like, um, brands and I guess taste.
1: It always changes. The more I taste, the more I promote wines, it always changes. Um, I'm always a big fan of red wines, sparkling wines. I just, um one of my mentors, Lady Pam, I talked to you about earlier, she just always told me to always be a student. And so for mm-hmm. me, um, I'm always willing to try new wine. And for me, the challenge is, even if I don't like the wine, find something I like about it. Find a way I can utilize it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you never see me on a video bashing wines or saying this wine is terrible it's blah blah, blah. I'm always on the fine oh the smell maybe I turn it into a sangria so
0: mm. to make
1: a long story short I just I, I kind of I geared more towards red wines sometimes and then I geared more towards white wines but I I don't think I found a wine that I didn't like yet because I always look
0: for something oh I like that <laughs> I feel like I'm the same way you know um I think every now and then I, I have wines I like more than others. Um, you know, I know a lot of people in my family are, are Moscato lovers. They just want some Moscato. They want something sweet. But the red wine to me has, has, it has more depth in it. Like, I, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, it's different depending on what type of red wine. Like the new Snoop Dogg wine, I think it's called Cali something. Um or cow cow red or something like that. Guys, don't don't beat me up because I forgot the name of the new Snoop Dogg wine. But I I, t- I tried it and it's really it's really good. I was I was um pleasantly um surprised. Yeah. um and I'm because I'm trying to drink more red wine myself because it's healthier. You know, I was told that red wine is actually healthier than than the white wine.
1: Yeah it's good for your heart. So the funny thing about the Snoop Dogg wine, the company that the producers, 19 Crimes, they're from Australia, so it's an Australian company that makes these wines. And oh. one of the things that that really stands out is that bottle, that black bottle design, which allows that wine to not age better, but it allow it allows it to kind of store better. And it also um, they add they add um, they age their wines in rum barrels, also so that company. So anything you get from that company, to that black bottle. Nights and crops is going to be pretty much um, received well if you have it.
0: Oh, that's good to know because I was like, this is some fresh tasting wine, so yeah. I was like, definitely going to buy it more often. Um, and what else was I going to um, ask you? Because I had another question. Um, now, what would you say? Like, what are some tips you could provide someone that is is considering either being a wine consultant or being a sommelier like any motivational tips and you already um, mentioned some great books because i'm all about you know mindset and and having the right mindset before you do any type of career and stuff like that what other um tips can you give someone that may not know how to start or may not maybe intimidated by the test or something or test in general
1: um it's funny i had this conversation with my cousin maybe a couple months ago you have to read you really have to be in the habit of reading you could watch a few videos a few taste videos but you really have to go down and read and understand you also have to I'm, oh i'm just going to tell you for me for me um you just kind of have to challenge yourself every year how do you get better reading mm-hmm. and it's one big way you have to um you have to make your own notes as well and go beyond what you may study in the course let's say you're in a class and you're studying pinot pinot grigio you have to go beyond what the professor or whatever your wine instructor says you have to go deep into the notes and try to understand and just your presentation as well maintain you know professionalism a sense of professionalism have respect for the business again that's one of the reasons why i really you'll never see me um put a video putting down a wine because i respect the business i respect the people that go out at four in the morning picking grapes the people who pack them on the trucks sometimes with port certain areas in uh, Portugal they make the port wines they can't um drive them on the road so they have
0: to, mm. have
1: to ship them on boat. i respect um the workers in south africa making pinotage and making their um their Pinot Gris not Pinot Grit, they um Pinot and their Chardonnay. I respect the people who are out in the Suns. And wow. you know, I just have a respect for the business as a whole. So
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know for me that that's just the way I do it. And again, I was very blessed to have a mentor like Miss Pam who's a mother figure who taught me, hey, mm-hmm. when you open a sparkling bottle, you need to have a white towel when you come to a wine presentation, you can smell good, but the wine must smell better. So just teach me sort of inside things. I think I was very blessed to learn it the right way.
0: Yeah, that's good to have um, good mentors. So yeah, people, you know, it's it's good to have good mentors because you can, it kind of helps you avoid certain things. You can be better. Presentation is everything. And, um, in that industry, um, and so I totally agree on that. That's really good. Um, and also, I wanted to know, are you considering creating your own wine line, you know, in the near future? <laughs> mm.
1: oh. My wife and I talk about that a few. We, we mentioned that a few. I don't know right now. I don't mm. know the future, oh, what God's going to have me doing. Yeah. Um, I really want my own award system. So that's one of the reasons why I work so hard. I want my seal of approval on certain wines that are maybe run by minorities, maybe more affordable category price-wise. Mm-hmm. So I would love to have my award be able to reward these people who've done great jobs with quality wines, and I guess eventually somewhere down the line create a wine. But that—that's you know kind of where I see things
0: yeah that's good and just take your time and then you know you'll know when it's the right time to create your own own brand and and all that good stuff because we do need more uh, minority owned um, liquor uh brands you know rather it's wine or um vodka we we definitely want to see more of it so it's it's good that you're doing this um or eventually may own your own brand and um and then is there anything else that you want to tell anyone about what you have coming up or any new events or shows Hmm.
1: so I have a few local shows in Bowie um, in Bowie Maryland if anybody's listening coming into the DMV area the Washington DC area in June we're going to have at Bowie's pool resort we're going to have adult swim night and I'll be hosting the bar there there's a Caribbean festival in September coming in the DC area where I'll have my wines there. Um, and I have and I also, you know, me being black, I can't ignore that, but me being African-American, I also mm-hmm. speak to a lot of youth. So uh, I'm not sure if I sent you the video we did in June of last year, it was called the Change Narrative Initiative. And I just mm-hmm. took myself and a lot of my colleagues, a lot of professional black men from the DC area and we just got to oh. talk to, to youth. And just really encouraged them and talked about, you know, how we were able to get as successful and do the things that we did, the shortcuts that we didn't take, the trials, the errors, everything else. And so my wife and I, we've just been doing an initiative almost every month. Oh, you know, feeding the homeless to wow. whatever. We've been just taking that initiative rather than just saying we've been taking initiative. So sorry to be long winded, but. um,
0: No, keep going. I want to know. This this okay. audience is going to know. <laughs>
1: Black History Month, we created a platform um, called The Change Narrative Initiative Presents Stories Inspired by the Motherland so the original mm-hmm. content for children, bedtime stories that you know, for our children because
0: Oh yeah, I saw that, that was nice, okay. I love it
1: Yes, yeah, so we have one more coming June Teeth, another one, Nelson Mandela's birthday in the summer, and then we have we're going to do another one, All Seven Days of quantum then we're going to work on the book So
0: Wow, that's amazing. Um, where they can find it, your um your uh, the short story, uh the YouTube, which YouTube channel they can look forward at.
1: Yeah, just come on, on the YouTube channel, change the Change the Narrative Initiative. And oh, good. the first story we have, Queen of the Land. And um a month from like I said, Juneteenth, we're going with our second story. And We're gonna have the the next story, Nelson Mandela's birthday, and then we're gonna all have all seven, and then we're gonna work on the book for children's stories. And one of the reasons we did it was because we you know our children have um, Frozen, Moana, other stories, and then we have if not then we have the black version of whatnot, but we don't have anything that really can connect our children um, of yet. There's there are other authors out here doing it, which I'm really proud of but we really don't have anything that's a household name for our children to be able to connect besides Black Panther.
0: Yeah, I totally agree on that one. We definitely need more Black stories being told. And the story that I heard you and your wife were reading on YouTube, it was amazing. Just, you know, it's also some history in there that people, young Black kids need to hear about that we don't learn in school. I didn't learn in school. (laughs) so um, I think that's um, awesome what you're doing. And um, and then also I wanted to know When you go and mentor these young black men Do they ever um, say Hey I want to get into the wine industry Do you inspire them to want to get into the industry um, What are their thoughts on it
1: And also the funny thing is Maybe few of them know that mm. Maybe few of them Most of them they just know me from working around the Schools in the area And just being a role model A lot of so my day job, I work in the school system. And so one of my things I've been trying to do purposely for the past three years, when I'm speaking with youth, I always have a book with me. And so mm-hmm. a lot of young men have been in trouble before rather than going through the actual steps. I'll have them read a page from the 48 Laws of Power. Mm-hmm. And they'll just know me. What book you read today, Mr. Cooper? What do you have now? <laughs> and so just being able to show that example and they say, man, you're always working on something. You always." you know you're always working and and a few of them who have graduated have seen or have even found me online Said, man how did you get in the wine and you know i'm proud of you. you 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 stick by what you've been telling me
0: and mm. that's encouraging
1: me my brother. so
0: oh that's amazing
1: like, yeah
0: yeah that's good because they say if you want to hide something from a black man put it in a book you know <laughs> michael yeah. Beck said that so yeah. you want to you know so we do need to read more come on you know a lot of us do need to read more and i'm always an advocate that. that's why i do book reviews in the podcast i want people to really get into reading it's very you know it's it's just you learn so much when you're just reading the book it's so interesting and then you don't even know subconsciously you pick up tips from the book you pick up vocabulary it's it's very interesting um yeah and then, especially
1: if you're a black entrepreneur.
0: Yeah. Yes. Because a lot of
1: mistakes that we make us black entrepreneurs. If you would just take the time to read "Rich Dad Poor Dad," again, um, I'm not getting paid for this, but if you just took the time to read that, to read Richest Man of Babylon," to read um, "Good to Great," to read you know any of these books, Sore, if you just took the it's time so to read these books, mm-hmm. a lot of the issues that you have, you'll identify. You, you would it, it tells you how to not have those issues that you'll end up having. Yep, "Rich Dad Poor Dad" being one um a lot of those books you were born rich yep and just if you take the time to read it before you start your business it will save you a lot of headache a lot of time and a lot of money
0: yeah yeah because I mean I've had to, I bumped my head a few times being a serial entrepreneur in my early 20s I bumped my head and I had to get better at understanding and, and taking in what I'm reading and um you know now I'm better stronger now and I think a lot of people need to adhere to this now while they're especially the young community it's like about the 18, 19 I'm like y'all better get on it you know so you you can avoid those those uh, pitfalls you know or at least make them smaller um, and so and also I was going to say just for people listening dude because some people might be like well I don't want to I can't be a wine consultant because I need an LLC or I need this or that do you do you have an LLC or so we like, ship. Oh, okay
1: you don't need that yet um you just need to have the you just need to actually have a mindset to learn and you just need to you know just that that asset to learn to be able to have a few mentors and to really be to really have the, the um the patience to go through with it to really understand delayed gratification that's what you need. Mm. you have those you're fun i think we live in the age is everything is there everybody wants it right now we want to show it all oh, man <laughs> what do you like, what doing but it, it doesn't happen like that you have to go like you said bump your head you have to have the right mentors mm-hmm. you go through, sometime you have to um sometimes you have to choose new mentors and just oh. break away from old mentors.
0: ooh that part you said a word yeah <laughs> it, it, you, know. you can outgrow a mentor. And I think that oh, people, don't people don't get that. that. Yeah, you can outgrow them, but don't feel like you're outgrowing them because you want to keep them around because they always been there. But, yeah, you can outgrow a mentor. And you're like, you know what, that was good for that time. But some people are in your life for seasons and certain reasons, and it's time to always branch out and meet different people and stuff. So, um, you know, that's definitely a word that you just said. I was like, yes. Yeah. Um, and then I was going to ask you, did you see the movie Uncorked on, um, I think it's on Netflix. It was a young African-American man and he was trying to become a Somalia and he just kept failing the test, no matter how hard he kept trying. And I thought that was a really interesting story about how, even though he ended up not being uh, or still kept trying to be a Somali towards the end. I just think that it showed perseverance that, that you know, delayed gratification that it just takes time but doesn't mean you give up because you failed the test a few times you know
1: exactly
0: but, and um I'm, I'm happy they did that movie because that put some that shed some light on that industry um especially in our community because when he went to take the went to that prestigious prestigious program that school he was like the only black guy there and it wasn't a lot of african-americans involved in it so it was a really good um, movie to shed to show that industry and, and get it out there. So yeah, but uh, yeah, there
1: there are a few actually, A uh, few that I actually follow, and you know I try to every time I see they make a new achievement, I try to congratulate them. Um, there are a few Charles Springfield out in New York. There are a couple of the McBride sisters out in California. There yes, I know about the McBride and,
0: sisters. That's amazing. Yeah. And
1: so you know, just just. Always been able to celebrate, you know, when other people are doing things great. Yes. Because we're, we're a small community, and so we need to encourage one another and, and be proud of one, one another. Whatever steps we take, we don't have to compete against one another. And you just you run your race and you stay focused. Yes. And you know who you are, God, and you're fine.
0: That's what I'm saying. As long as you have God in your pocket and and, and confidence, you, yeah, you have to, <laughs> like you have to and have the right mindset you know and I think that and, and a lot of people you're right with the competition thing. a lot of people feel like they have to compete and I think once you give up the competition aspect you ha- you start to have fun enjoy not only the industry you're in but life everything just be- just comes smoother and, and flows better in every aspect of your life so um, yeah, that was a word. Now, you know, I'm, I'm going to start something new because I, I just realized during, like, a few weeks of me just revamping the show, I want to start asking people, what is your favorite quote that you go by every day? You know, just to, just to end up in the show, what's your favorite quote you go by? So
1: my favorite quote is, um, if you don't lead, you don't read. And this is why. Mm-hmm. So my name, my first name is Rico. And growing up, people say richard ricardo no it's rico and then of course i i was told younger as a child your name is is spanish rico means fruit Mm -hmm. it means not fruit it means sweet it means delicious like a dessert rich however my name is spelled with two c's which makes it italian so my name actually means strong leader in italian wow yeah and you know had i not read that and understood that again it, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have res you know, it, it resonated with me later in life, but it, it just gave me a new sense of confidence. I'm like, wow God, this is who I am. A strong nail. I have that confidence to actually go out and accomplish some things. Because my name doesn't mean dessert anymore, it means leader.
0: You know, mm-hmm. it means soccer
1: Google, it means Nelson Mandela. it means Shirley Chisholm, it means Marcus Garvey.
0: All right, now. Okay. Yeah. Yes, because I mean once you get into the kingdom of yourself and know you're a king or queen, I think that things come to me, the confidence confidence is everything and like you know what you just said you know um you know i spent 10 years you know missing on opportunities because of lack of confidence and now and now when there everything comes to me naturally right and i think that's what it is you know that's what's going on for you i can hear the confidence in your voice i can hear like the authentic authenticity i mean like that's and that's very rare so I would say just keep that up and, and keep spreading that message and, and helping young people and mentoring them because a lot of times we you know young kids aren't taught that growing up to have that confidence whereas they can start at a young age they can already be there at 18 you know what I mean so we got to keep spreading this message and keep doing that with what we're what we believe in and, you know teaching that, absolutely yeah so i i appreciate you coming on here and taking your time out to be on the blue alchemist podcast you know as we grow we you know eventually we're going to do some videos whereas we can have rico show us you know um some wines and talk to us and stuff um eventually we can get there but most of my shows are primarily just you know podcasts but That's something that I wouldn't mind doing later on down the line is doing some wine tastings on, you know, on stream, stream yard and and be live so people can interact and ask questions. So, um, so before I end this, can you tell people where they can reach you at? They might want to book you for a consultation. They may want to Where Where can they hit you up at?
1: Wow. Thank you for this. I really appreciate this opportunity. Thank you. Um, My Facebook is, I'm still on Facebook. It's Rico, R-I-C-C-O. T is in Tom Cooper and that's my whole name on Facebook Rico T Cooper you can also find me on Instagram at Rico's Wine Adventure all one word you can also find me on LinkedIn and um, my email is Rico R-I-C-C-O Terrell2342 at Gmail so you can find me on those various platforms just send me you know just send me a, a message a direct message whatever you call it send me an email or just call me or text me and um you know the conversation does not cost, and again, I'm here to help you find the perfect line for every occasion.
0: All right, now you heard it. So um, we had a really another great show today. Everybody, stay tuned, subscribe, uh, check your girl out from SequoiaBlue.com for your latest news. Go to NewsRific.com and please follow Rico. Support him and his vision and. Um, and and from my last words is stay ready so you ain't gotta get ready okay (laughs) so everybody thanks for tuning in today and peace